Welcome to the Uncapped Podcast, presented by Roast House Pub and Idiom Brewing Company in Frederick, Maryland, as well as Havoc Brew Supply, the one-stop shop for all of your brewery's needs. Check them out at hophavoc.com. Hi, everyone. I'm your host, Chris Sands, and today I'm back in Rochester, New York at the Richmond for the Brewers Party before tomorrow's luau thrown by Mortalis Brewing Company and Swiftwater Brewing. And thanks for having me out, gentlemen. Oh, man. Thanks for coming, buddy. Can you go ahead and introduce yourselves? Uh, Yeah. Uh, My name is Paul Grenier. I'm one of the owners at Mortalis. Hi, I'm Dave. Uh, Dave You have to move up. Hi, I'm Dave. Dave Luckenbach. One of the owners of Mortalis. Nice. You, you moved up, but then you didn't go to the mic. I didn't go to the mic. Yeah, Hi, I am Dave. <laughs> Dave Luckenbach, one of the owners of Mortalis. Is that better? That is beautiful. <laughs> I've never had such a, a lovely microphone in my you, face You before. can extend no. it, too. It has extension power. Or I you believe. can slide it towards you. Oh, There's yeah, so yeah. many <laughs> options. Yeah, yeah. We'll just slide it towards me. So last year, this uh, the Richmond wasn't done yet. No. Uh, but now, fully open. Fully and open. Fully looking done. absolutely beautiful. Yes. Yeah. It opened up probably three or four weeks after the Luau last year. And we had a lot yeah. going on. We were struggling to find some some flooring tile and actually getting everything dialed in in time for it. But yep. you know, it kind of worked out great because we were able to postpone opening to have a kick-ass party last year it was a kick-ass party so yeah. i'm excited to be back again yeah now the the downstairs is open to the public today we closed off the rooftop patio here today and the um upstairs area and we have a little sunken beer garden down below this is all closed to the public and only open for uh the brewer's party today i mean it was cool last year but it's i mean finished this place is awesome it's slamming yeah, yeah. it's it's cool vibe man it's uh, there's not a lot of cool rooftop bars in Rochester. Maybe only like, I want to say three or four, like small handful. Um, so it's important to uh, to try to, you know, have one of those spaces. So yeah. So you had and you recently redid your tap room, right? We did. We just pumped a little bit of money into the tap room in Avon, and uh, you know, did some reorganizing and some re remodeling, a little bit of remodeling on that, some repair work, and. Uh, uh, we put our bar back, which was super crazy because um, it's a mobile bar, and you, it lifts off the ground, and uh, yeah, it's pretty freaking wild. Uh, uh, yeah, it, we it, didn't have a lot of space to uh, yeah. put in a real bar, per se, with all the tank additions we put in during COVID. So this thing actually just like comes apart into three pieces. We have one more piece on order, yeah. and we can fit almost just as many people as we had before. Oh, nice. <clears throat> yeah, so, which is wild, like, to be able to see people again, like, you know, post-COVID and everything like that. It's amazing. To get we're, we're looking to always fill that thing up. So so you opened the Richmond. You redid the Avon Tap Room. Avon Tap Room. And? And then you decided, well, we need more stuff to do. Yes. <laughs> we need a Buffalo project <laughs> for sure. So I think we'll, we'll probably, when I'm up that way, if you have time, record an episode about that fully. Oh, but God, why don't yes. you give a quick, um, just a quick rundown of what's happening in Buffalo? Uh, yeah, we've been um, basically started the the process in February, and um, 
a space came available from Blackman Cider, and you know we reached uh, we we uh, talked with some uh, a small meadery out there named Illumination Meadery who came to us and were like, "Listen, uh, you should check this place out. Um, we're in this building. It's a really cool building, and Blackman wants uh, you know to move on." And we're like, "Okay, let's see. Let's let's talk. Let's see what it looks like." And it's a uh, you know it's almost a pre-done tasting room. Um, we're building out a new bar for it, and we're putting in our all of our Mortalis vibes to it right now, and we're hoping to be open by the end of summer is what we're shooting for. Um, a lot of work, but absolutely worth it in the end, and uh, just uh, excited to see what Buffalo has for us. Um, we know we have a, a strong fan base out there, which we're excited to have, of course, and we just want to be able to deliver that beer on a little bit of a closer setting. To um to the Buffalo uh, marketplace. Yeah, we're about a block and a half away from the Peace Bridge, and there's this really cool pier that you can walk down. It's about two and a half miles long, and you can walk down the Niagara River. I think it's the Niagara yeah, River. Yeah, that's right. And uh, you can you can see Canada on one side, and America on the other. But don't be fooled. At the end of the boardwalk, there's nothing there. You just have to turn around and walk back. <laughs> but it's it's still there's a no great, pot of gold. Yeah, it's a great view. <laughs> It's a really cool place. Just turn around and go back to Mortalis. There we go. Yeah, you got to walk <laughs> off a couple of beers, get a couple of sandwiches, go for a walk, come back, have a couple more beers, maybe another sandwich. We are in the old Resurgence building. Uh, the people that that are taking on the space of the old Resurgence is actually uh, Twin Petzl's Cider, or sorry, Twin Petzl's Seltzer, and all they do is seltzer. Like huh. amazing, non-alcoholic, alcoholic, high ABV, low ABV, fruited, not fruited, Lightly fruited, a little bit, you know, all that stuff. They do everything salsa related, and we're going into that building as well with them. And then we'll be serving Illumination Meadery at our place as well, uh, so people will be able to have that one-stop beer oh, shop, any cider, nice. mead, seltzer, everything. There's going to be a restaurant that's going into that space as well. Uh, yeah, mojito bars across the street, and there's a, a, a clam, clam shack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Buddy Herbie. He's opening up a, a clam shack, kind of oh, kitty yeah. corner right across the street. Real cool guy. I can't wait to get clams. Yeah, he's doing breakfast and, and uh, lunch there. So so are you going to just slowly take over this area of New York? Trying to. Trying to, for sure. <laughs> yes. Um, next up is, uh, it's actually funny, we're headed to, um, next week we're headed to uh, Fiden's. Uh, they're opening up their taproom in Albany. And uh it's going to be glorious, and we're going there to support those guys. Nice. And maybe we're also going there to just look at a few things in Albany. Who knows? Who knows? You know, I got to tell you how awesome it is to talk to a brewery that's still thriving and expanding with all the places that are struggling yeah. or going under now. So it's, yeah, I'm really happy for you guys. We're, we're, we're surviving by the skin of our teeth. We're, we're good. We're, you know, we're, we're totally fine. Yeah. We're good. It's a um, tough market out there. Yes, it is. Uh, distribution helped us a lot. Uh, helped us get our footing where it needed to be. And um, just, uh, you know, we're in basically 22 states now and 11 countries. And that helped out tremendously. It, in you being able to hit distribution probably pretty close to, like, the peak of Mortalis hype. Yes. Helped a lot, too. It did. So, like. Well, when when you had so many people clamoring and yes. trying to get your beer, they getting, were able to it and then fall in love with it. A hundred percent. And getting getting on that radar and getting getting all the paperwork done to get into those states was super important and super um, time sensitive, as as you point out. Well, it's uh, kind of a double edged sword at the same time. 
because like you give beer to these people and then like we have a, a rotation that all is, is set up so over like two or three months they might not see beer again but then like three weeks after there's a drop they're like yo i need more beer and, and we're still a really small brew house. We have a five barrel brew house, yeah, which yeah. is yeah. insane. <laughs> so it's it's constant brewing all the time. Yeah, to to try and keep up. Are there any plans in the works to expand production capacity? Um, get Buffalo open, stabilized. Make sure everything's happening with the Richmond that needs to be yeah. happening. And now that we've remodeled Avon, yeah, I think that after we get Buffalo open and crank some crank a little bit of revenue there see how the market supports us yeah. then we'll be looking at another system yeah for sure we always dream of new stainless <laughs> i think, I, think I, definitely, every... I definitely know jared dreams of new stainless so <laughs> yeah yes that's for, a new brew kettle sure. maybe steam every, so, every, every brewer loves their stainless <laughs> we have to uh, it's soul, so beautiful soul focus should be getting this guy rakes and plows yeah like he's just rakes and plows please automated uh jared's muscles though are like you know hulk size so it's really it's really disturbing kind of kind of creepy um <laughs> a little bit but you know yeah. all the mash outs it's I'm, insane i'm pretty sure we're, we're we're approaching five years i think we've gone through just as many mash hoes trying to, to mash <laughs> they just out. snap they break there's the struggle of like super gluing them together sometimes <laughs> screwing them together i think he's used the mash paddle a few times to actually <laughs> Like get it! I can't believe it's the original mash battle and it's still holding on strong. So let's do a real quick rundown of what the luau is tomorrow because you expanded it a little bit bigger than last year. Well, not yep. a little bit. Like actually, yeah, we're like uh, we were 44 breweries last year. I think we're at 58 this year. Nice. Um, the whole premise behind luau was basically to bring uh, more craft beer, more national craft beer into Rochester Marketplace to hopefully spark a lot of collaborations between local breweries and national breweries. So you see our festival doesn't consist of just local or just national. It has a nice mix of both, and we added both national and local breweries to the festival this year in the hopes that they might form a relationship with a few of these folks and talk with a few of these folks and be like, hey, listen, how can we bring even more craft beer to the Rochester Marketplace where we'll have a fun collaboration between like a fun collaboration between like Bottle Logic and Iron Tug, a fun collaboration between like K2 and, you know, Burley Oak, something like that. Places that most likely would never have been bingo. Uh, partnered together with you got it yeah, they would have never it. met these amazing brewers at you know iron tug or these incredible brewers at k2 or so on and so forth we and were, that's a big thing we were blessed at a a young age in our brewery where we were able to you know sam introduced us from other half to a yep. lot of people and that really opened up the door for us so it's it's nice to be able to to get people together and, and provide that opportunity for them yeah, and that's that's the premise behind the luau to give back a little bit to these some of these other breweries that are producing such great product, but you can almost get lost in the weeds because the craft beer market being the way that it is, it's it's very explosive. It's very um, I don't know if saturated is the right word because I kind of I kind of always loved the motto of other half where we want to be the other half of the craft beer industry yeah. versus macro, and we're still not there. We're we're still well under the craft beer 
um, 50-50 marketplace uh, as um, as microbrewers and stuff like that. So we should we should hopefully get to that point, and this will help facilitate stuff like that. How did um, how did you end up partnering with Swiftwater to throw the luau? That's a great question. Um, uh, fact is, a- Andy and I didn't even get along to begin with. Uh, he um, <laughs> he said that he tasted diacetyls in my homebrew. Yeah, we met him at a, a Uniha meeting many many moons many ago. moons ago. Yeah. yeah, probably 12, 13 years we've known him as homebrewers, and uh, when we were going pro. Uh, he was one of the few people that actually like cared enough to 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 help us out. And, and you just got stupid questions you don't know the answers to, and yeah, you don't want to mess up because you're talking about you know your your livelihood. And, and Andy was Andy was one of the few people yeah. that was willing to lend us a hand. Oh, and, it's awesome. And when we want to do stupid stuff, like we did a, a moonlight chocolate lager, it's technically a Baltic porter, but. You know, he's just like, yeah, let's do that. And then we did Brutier, Brutier, Fruitier, which is a... A Brut, a Brut IPA, a fruit fruit beer, and a Groot. So it did not (laughs) use any hops. It used, like, twigs and berries and shit like that. Rose hips and stuff like that. Rose hips and stuff like that. That's that's what a Groot technically is. That's funny. Yes. It's just been a, a growing relationship over the years. Yeah. It's hard to imagine anyone not liking you, Paul. I don't like Paul. I yeah, love Paul. I'm, I'm an asshole. Trust me, I'm I'm the worst. Thanks, buddy. Um, uh, let's talk about boat drinks real quick. Boat drinks, boat drinks, boat drinks. Super <laughs> important. Everybody's like, where does boat drinks come from? Boat drinks comes from a movie called Things to Do in Denver When You're Dead. All right. And the way that it was explained is when ex-cons or cons would go meet each other in weekend. in prison, they would put their hands up against the glass, uh, and they would say, you know, boat drinks. And what that referred to was, let's get to better times when we were together and when we will be back together again, and we will go out on a boat and we will have boat drinks, and they will be oh. fun and cocktail and tiki and all those orientated things that you would you would live for, you, uh, that these you know these people would absolutely adore, and that's what boat drinks meant. Boat drinks meant a better time, a better place that we can all be in. And developing the boat drinks beer, that's where that sort of started. That was like, what? It, what do you? What is your tiki drink? And I was like, it's my tie. And he was like, oh my god, I love my ties. And we we're like, okay, let's base it upon my ties. And that's that's it. That's where it came from, and that's the culture behind it, and that's the love behind it. Everybody imagining that better, happy place that you could be into. So, it is Rossi distracting everyone. Rossi has 40s of Miller High Life right now, and he's doing 40s akimbo. I can't believe he found them. <laughs> Where's the duct tape? Tape those to your hands. Tape those to your hands, Rossi, or you're not a real man. <laughs> All right. You ready to answer some stupid questions? Yeah, we're ready. No. Um, well, let's, yeah, yeah, I'm ready. Let's start with the original. I believe Paul gets this one correct, if okay. I remember right. Who would win a battle between a ninja and a pirate? A pirate. Hands down. Pirate. Better swords fighter. Uh, doesn't have to deal with any throwing stars. Um, obviously, he's protecting against scurvy, which is the number one killer everybody <laughs> knows about, the silent killer of scurvy. That's why we do also drink boat drinks, is to protect against scurvy. Yes. It's been through some stuff. It has oranges and, and pineapple and all <laughs> those things, that all the citrus you need. I think ninja, yeah. because he's going to 
figure out a way to burn those barrels of rum on the boat and take the pirate town. That is a that is a not nice thing to yeah. do. Well, you're, and unfortunately, you're wrong. It's a battle. All right, that's one point for Paul. Negative ten. Negative <laughs> <laughs> ten. <laughs> no this way, no scale seems a little off. <laughs> okay. Stop. Okay. All right. Now we'll move on to the new ones. Yes. I told you I had new. And you had improved. new questions. Yes. Maybe not improved, but at least new ones. Yes. What's better, cats or dogs? Dogs. Dogs. That's correct. Yes. I hate cats. It's so cool. <laughs> I'm glad we're correct. They, they, <laughs> they poop in boxes. Yeah. Yeah. And they they steal your breath and they, they steal your soul. Steal your soul. <laughs> yeah. It's terrible. What's the weirdest item you keep by your bed? Oh, a glass of water. Uh, it's not really weird, but we'll allow well, it. A bottle would be normal. <laughs> a glass, if you're having this oh, weird yeah. dream and you knock it over. You are kind of living on the edge yeah, with an yeah. open glass. Uh, I, I keep, um, let's see, by my bed, I have a, uh, a touch lamp. It's, it's weird because it's a touch lamp, right? I was just right? going to say, do they? That, yes, is that they still, and I've gotten it repaired six fucking times. <laughs> I kid you not. But I love the fact that you can just touch the lamp and it's good to go. Is that an old, yes. like an old school it is. one? Or I was, it cause, is. Cause they don't, I don't, do they still make touch lamps? Does it have stained glass? Oh, okay. It does have stained glass. Oh, yes. beautiful. Yes. It is an eccentric item. What is the strangest purchase you've ever made? That's a loaded question. I bought some <laughs> Stupid shit. Ah, <laughs> uh, man. I don't know. I, I think half the purchases I make are stupid because every time I see something I just, that I want, I just have to have it. So I get it. I just bought a laser. Not like, you know, like your cat's laser pointer. Like one of those ones, like if you played with a cat with it, it would burn the cat. Like the green one? The green laser? Or is it just yeah. a super high power one? You can, you can, uh, I, I lit my cigarette with it. Oh, jeez. Uh, um, you know what was not a stupid purchase? That amazing shirt. Uh, oh, my yes. brother-in-law, Paul, actually got me this for, yes. uh, for my birthday. <laughs> it's the movie shirt from Clerks 2. Uh, I bought a, um, I recently, no, not that long ago, I bought a Bear Grylls knife. That was a stupid purchase. That, that, that you can take into the wilderness, which I never go to. Uh, and uh, the most important thing I thought that it had on there was it has a rape whistle. And I just imagined myself being in the wilderness and blowing the whistle and assuming someone would come and help me start a fire, which it does have a fire so, starter on it, but yes. In the That's pretty stupid purchase. What? You don't in even what? like bugs. I don't. <laughs> And then what adds to the stupidity of it, too, is like anyone listening who doesn't know what Paul looks like, yeah. he's a giant of a man. Yes, I, uh, <laughs> I is, definitely. There is there's no, no one place in the wilderness for me. Or there's, just anyone coming after you. <laughs> yes, I would be I would be clutching my, my whistle. <laughs> yeah. right. The bear might rape you. Yes, it's that, very possible. Yes, it's very possible. What is the best excuse for being late? that you've used oh, or man. heard covid i just say covid for everything, for everything. <laughs> i think it still works i i think a lot of people still think it works um no that that was that was an excuse for everything it seemed like for everybody for the longest time it was like okay are you are you late can you not can you not do anything uh, you know you know my car broke thanks covid yeah. really like really there okay. are no excuses yeah. if you're not early you're late uh who's that is that ricky bobby are you quoting ricky bobby if you're yeah, first you're last first yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was always taught like be five ten minutes early. Yes. Yeah. Always. Oh, I'm always early. And if we don't leave by five a.m., 
I'm upset because I want to be there. Yeah. I have a schedule. Let's go. It's <laughs> a good answer. I try not to be late. If I'm late, I'm not coming. What is your go-to excuse to get out of something? I don't want to do that. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Uh, I don't know how many times my grandma's died. No, I'm kidding. Do we <laughs> have to? Is uh, it necessary? <laughs> is, it, is, it, is it necessary? That's a good one. That's a yeah. good excuse. Is this really needed? Is this needed? No, no, no. You're fine. I can't wait. My dog's hair is ruffled on one side, and it needs to go to the back. It needs some serious yeah. brushing. When yeah. I when I do joke though, I'm like I have to I have to do my hair. I have to wash my hair. That's that's the go-to joke for sure. If you had a pet parrot, what is the first thing you would teach it to say? Fuck off. Oh, that's a that's a good Without one. Without hesitation. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, it saved me a lot of time in my life. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's a oh, man a parrot. Yeah, I can sort of see one. I mean, not. I mean, I did choose pirate, so like over ninja. So I should have an answer for this like right away. But I'm thinking that I would probably, you know, uh, do like a pre-recorded line where Paul's not home right now. Paul's <laughs> not home right now. <laughs> Leave you a should, message. You <laughs> just make it say boat drinks. Boat, boat drinks. drinks. There we go. <laughs> <Like a> question mark. <laughs> not home right now. <laughs> what is the worst fashion decision you've ever made? Uh. Uh, I, I wear a lot of basketball <laughs> shorts, and they call them baller shorts. And uh, I get busted on by some friends that are literally over at that table over there. Whereas if I was wearing baller shorts right now, they would be busting my chops. So uh, I played a lot of basketball in high school and stuff like that and, and in my younger years. And uh, I just love baller shorts. And it's, uh, yeah, I don't know, it's a guilty pleasure. <laughs> what, what's the question again? I get distracted by your ball. Or what is, <laughs> what's the worst fashion decision you've ever made? Dave's movie shirt he's wearing right now. I, uh, that is obviously not a fashion I, mistake. I like wearing hoodies so much that I usually wear them throughout the entire year. Like, I mowed the lawn on Wednesday when it was 95 degrees outside wearing pants, boots, and a hoodie. Zip up or pull over? Pull over only. You're wrong with that, too. Nah, man, I don't want to get my hairs <laughs> caught in there. Actually, you know what? Now that I... I, I cared Jesus when I Christ had Rossi. There's something wrong with that man. If you there need is. help going to the bathroom, I'm not helping. <laughs> he has Rossi does have two forties taped to his hands. With a little like uh, tiki umbrella. What is the strangest thing you've ever eaten? Uh, for I gotta me, keep this PG. Oh, um, ha- uh, oh my God! <laughs> food wise, uh, haggis. I don't even know. It what was that is. fucking That's disgusting. Scrapple. Oh, Scrabble. It was a good one. Disgusting. They were hyping it up down there in Maryland. So I walked with uh, Joe probably 15, 20 minutes to get the Scrapple, and the kitchen was closed. So the next day we go out to breakfast with Dan from Arcane, and I order Scrapple, thinking, yeah, this is going to be so good. Everybody's talking it up for the last two nights. It was fucking terrible. It's literally just the leftover shit nobody wanted off the bottom of the the fryer. And then they, like, fried it again. It was terrible. That was the worst thing I've ever eaten in my entire life. If you could have a lifetime supply of anything, what would it be? Money. <laughs> oh, man. All That's other, a good one. All other answers are invalid. Where you're going with that? Yeah, lifetime you can buy supply anything. of that. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Uh, I, so I need to add the caveat that's not, not money. money. Yeah. yeah, okay. If it's not money, what would your lifetime supply be? Fresh water. Mm. This is why he's so practical, and this is why I don't go into the forest, even with my Bear Grylls <laughs> knife 
that I'm sure you're completely prepared for. It will protect me against everything. Um, Yeah, I don't have a great practical answer. I would choose something like, you know, uh, uh, probably like um, Persephone, uh, one of the craft beers (laughs) we make. I would take a lifetime supply of that. I think it's delicious. So, <laughs> just to be clear, I'm like the exact opposite. I have like water filtration systems, UV UV pens for filtering water. Yeah. Like I, have I would die stuff if I would die I if my use. taps don't turn on. Yeah. I would die. Yeah. I'd die shivering in a corner. You can come to my house until I'll Dave found me. And he's like, "Don't worry. I heard we the can whistle. make water." <laughs> I heard the whistle. You heard my bear girl's whistle. Oh, I knew it would yes. come in handy. <laughs> I'm always prepared. Other than your new knife, what is the one item that you can't live without? Oh, man. Uh, obviously, everybody's answer is going to be the phone. So, Fuck. you know, a disclaimer, no no, no cell phone. Yeah. You, can't, you can't choose cell phone. Uh, I would say um, if it's not technology-based, um, man, probably uh, uh, I would say probably... Oh man, that's a really hard one. I don't have I don't have a great answer for that. I need a pencil. Just the a, one thing you can't live without? Uh, something to write with. Oh, that's a good answer. Yeah. I would take a quill. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. That's a, that's so that's and so I Renaissance have, Festival. I have a pen in my a pocket pen is, at all times. A pen is absolutely essential. I have a pen and a permanent marker in my pocket all the time. Oh my god, you really do. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, ladies and gentlemen, he just pulled out a pen and a permanent marker. It's so <laughs> I, I need to be yes. able to write stuff down so I can keep track of things. Uh, if I well, don't do you know keep the answer, a notepad in your pocket too. I mean, the marker will write on anything. That's okay. a good point. Uh, my watch. You- what time is important to me? So having my watch on at all times is super, super important to me. These are Granted, tough you, you can get that through your phone. I get it, but the watch is very important to me because every second matters. What's oh, your- quoting the bear. Quoting the bear. <laughs> every second. You matters. love love <laughs> the bear. Season one man. was trash. There was no product <laughs> development. There was no character development. Season two and season one should have been combined into our episodes into one season, and it would have been a hit right from the start for me. Season two is what really made me. Season like the two bear. was fucking incredible. Yeah, it, was incredible. it was incredible. I watched it in two days. Yes. What's the most used emoji on your phone? Uh, smiley face. Thumbs up. Accurate. I <laughs> can Just confirm. Confirming, can confirming. I feel like I overuse the thumbs up emoji. So yeah. I I go back and forth between between doing the the thumbs up react instead of just replying oh, with Oh, nice. <laughs> so nice. Mine, mine used to be the one that looked like Kawabunga. Yeah. But it turns out that actually means call me. Oh. I don't want to talk to people. <laughs> just text me. <laughs> so I switched the thumbs up. Who's your favorite Disney princess and why? Uh, Zero. Rapun- uh, who? Zero of them. Uh, Rapunzel. <laughs> why? Um, I'm a huge fan of uh, her long hair. Like, big big fan of long hair. Okay. like love that. Um, and uh, I felt that she's extremely resilient. <laughs> yes. She can get through anything, so. What is one thing that you'll never do again? Hmm. Go camping without my Bear Grylls knife? <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, never had, do again. I had a pretty wild childhood, the, so the there's luau. a lot of shit. No, okay. A lot of shit I would never do again. The, the stress from the luau. Never do it again. What's the dumbest injury you've ever had? I uh, broke my tailbone. 
<laughs> that is dumb. It is dumb. <laughs> it's also painful as shit. I cannot imagine. It's like, really terrible. How do you even deal with that? Uh, like, I was not in, sit down, I guess. It was awful. <laughs> and I, I had a I was in um I was in uh Prince Edward Isle in Halifax and Prince Edward Isles up in that area in Canada. And I slipped down the ice and broke my tailbone, and there's then I had so a much long. I had a long flight home, oh. and there's nothing oh, like man. sitting on a broken tailbone on a long flight home. Hopefully, there was no turbulence. Oh, there was. <laughs> <laughs> there was. My dumbest injury was uh, smashing my finger in between two fruit barrels because oh, I was too God. stubborn to have the proper equipment to move it. When I got home from the hospital, I bought the equipment. <laughs> first thing you did? It was the very first thing <laughs> I did. At least you learned your lesson. I did. And that, and that is all that matters. Yeah, it was bloody. Well, gentlemen, thank you so awesome. much for taking the time. Uh, who are you oh, grabbing as your next guest? Well, that is your assignment. Oh, if you great. remember, yes. you have to yes. recruit the next victims. Yes, I do. How, how do you rate the new questions? Do I, I them? love them. I love them. They're thought provoking. Thought provoking. Super, super thought provoking. Uh, I would say let's definitely get Andy. Our co-host okay. up here yeah, yeah, for yeah. number one, yeah, and then I'm trying cool. to find a suitable second a second person to come up. We, should Jared do it if he's interested? In if it. he's if interested, not, let's see if we can get like who else uh, would you like? You want another like local? Zach from Iron Tub? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds good. And Uncle Frank needs to be harassed into uh, coming on. Too. Okay, because okay. I. I, yes, let's get I Andy had him, and I had Iron him, Tug. I had him. He sat down with, along with Garrett, yeah, um, at the at Barrel Culture last year. Yes, and then like, he just reached a point where instead of just saying like away from the mic that he had to go to the bathroom, he leaned into the mic and goes, "I gotta pee," and then just got up and walked away. That's great. So, so we'll try to find Uncle Frank and position him. So, well, let's do Andy and let's do Zach. See if Zach's down. Sounds good. Okay, awesome. Thanks, man. Thanks buddy. Uncapped is brought to you by one of Frederick's original Maryland craft beer destinations, located off of Urbana Pike, featuring a warm, inviting atmosphere and knowledgeable staff serving up fresh, locally sourced culinary creations and unique craft beers on tap. Open seven days a week, our friends at Roast House Pub invite you to enjoy a casual lunch, happy hour specials, delicious dinners, and specialty desserts. Follow them on social media to keep up to date on their monthly beer dinners, mom's spaghetti dinner battles, and what beer is being featured for Buck Above Monday. Idiom Brewing Company proudly offers a delicious variety of beers to satisfy the most discerning tastes. Best known for their wide array of IPAs, delicious fruited sours, and robust porters and stouts, Idiom has a simple goal in mind, to bring people from all walks of life together, to enjoy themselves and each other. Whether you're a hophead looking for explosively juicy IPAs, are one of the adventurous few looking to try boozy, sour, or complex flavors, or just looking to enjoy classic styles and seasonal favorites, they'll have a little something for you. Idiom Brewing Company is located in downtown Frederick, just south of the intersection of East Street and East Patrick Street, with ample seating directly on Carroll Creek. All right, gentlemen, introduce yourselves. What's going on? I'm Jared Cooper, a brewer from Mortalis. And I'm Justin Becker, a uh, brewer at Swiftwater Brewery. All right, Jared. Who would win in a battle between a ninja and a pirate? I'm not a ninja. That is wrong, but uh, thank you for playing. Thanks. <laughs> you suck, dude. <laughs> and, 
See, you you have the added benefit of hearing all the questions first before we. I mean, we can swap it up. Back and forth. Let's one and two. Make sure you're close to the. I feel like I'm wrecking. Yeah, there we go. Even closer though. Sounds good. uh, See how good you sound now. So much better. All right, we'll, we'll actually, let's just go. I'll ask a question, and then we'll go back and forth between Sorry. the two of you. All right, so Sorry. you now. Obviously, Who's, pirate. You just, yeah. You gave right. it up the bag, <laughs> What's better, cats or dogs? Dogs. Dogs. That is also correct. What is the weirdest item that you keep next to your bed? An underberg. What is an underberg? Oh, the, the Underberg, the, yeah, the, the, the digested bitters. Yeah, the, there were some in the gift bag. For, yes, there was. <laughs> yeah, always by my bedside. I mean, that's a good one. Um, bedside. Uh, I've got this little miniature penguin statue that hangs out next to me and looks at me all night. You, uh, you are winning so far. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you name it? It doesn't have a name. It's got a little posse though. All right, work on that and get back to us. It's got a GI <laughs> Joe and a pumpkin. What's the what's your go-to excuse to get out of something? Just like, especially with my wife, um, something along the lines of, uh, uh, "It's been a long, hot day. I can't do that today. <laughs> I'm just, just tired. Just ghost him. Just old and tired. I can't do that anymore. Just ghost him. No excuse. And the next day, oh, I just saw this." If you had a pet parrot, what is the first thing you would teach it to say? I'm teach it to say hi. That's it. <laughs> All right. Is this explicit? Yeah, so whatever you need. It would be back the fuck up, Antonio. <laughs> I say it's my wife all the time. I don't know. It's some movie line. I don't remember what it's from, but I don't know. I mean, I grew up with a parrot, and the greatest thing I heard in my life is my parents would be out of town. Someone would come to their door. Someone would ring their doorbell, and the parrot inside would be like, "Hello," and the person outside would respond, thinking it was a human. That's pretty good too. <laughs> what is the stupidest thing you've ever purchased? Oh, golly. Um, Sugar, uh, probably a. Uh, as an adult, a uh, Sesame Street long sleeve shirt and beanie combo at Walmart. It was there like a reason. No, no. it was a day in a, a day in the life. Hmm. Probably a lighter that, when it lit, turned green like the flame. There was no reason it died it almost instantly. What is the worst fashion decision you've ever made? I don't know. I've pretty much nailed it my entire life, so. <laughs> Pass. <laughs> you know, there's a phase with uh, hockey jerseys and uh, cargo shorts, but. Um, That's never left. I don't know, man. It's not super hard. I thought it was going to be the long sleeve sesame. <laughs> 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 Not even close. <laughs> What's your go-to cereal and why? Reese's Puffs. I just love the combo of peanut butter and chocolate. It just it's can't a great be combo. I can't. Yeah. Uh, Fruity Pebble Krispies. Uh, or Fruity Pebbles, sorry. Not 
crispies, but fruity pebbles. Um, I mean, they they are good they, if you make. They've them got too many. Same. Yeah, versatilities. You can do you can do so much with them. What's your favorite uh, Disney princess? Jasmine. That's a good call. Uh, Ariel. Whatever, fish boy. <laughs> I like the redheads too. That was cool. What's the dumbest injury you've ever had? <laughs> I broke my toe, uh, and I was being dumb in my parents' kitchen, and I kicked my leg up and hit the stove and broke my toe. I had a similar thing, except I kicked a door frame and broke my toe. <laughs> I tried to play it off, and it's one of those things. I let it go for, like, two weeks, and my toe still hurt. And I played it off like it was a soccer injury. <laughs> <laughs> they, we brought us in, and they're just like, yeah, your toe's broken. I'm like, oh, soccer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as a freshman in college, I definitely fell off the second story of roof of the, the lacrosse house um, after, you know, we had a win. It was a, a day, and I uh, was up there taking a, a whiz and fell right, right off backwards. Impressive. It was it was a good <laughs> one, but uh, not the best day after. By any means. Stick the landing. <laughs> you, well, know, you know, I'm a back. <laughs> <laughs> what was your most unforgettable vacation? Um, Colorado Springs. Uh, went up there, you know, during college again with uh, some teammates during. Uh, break and we got the lacrosse team banned from traveling ever again so um we uh got the ga high uh we bought weed from a hobo uh, it was a wild wild trip and uh i don't know if the, the university's ever recovered from, recovered from that sort of thing uh, you win huh? <laughs> <laughs> i guess um most forgettable uh, it would just be more of a wholesome thing for me where we, uh, my wife and I took a trip to like Massachusetts, Maine, Vermont, and we just had up all the breweries there. Gosh, no wheat. So nice. And, and like docile. Yeah, you, know, you could <laughs> follow it. Uh, <laughs> What's the most used emoji on your phone? Oh, gosh. Uh,. Up right now. I think you, you two are the first ones to actually look to make sure that you were given the correct answer. Mine's actually the uh, the, the boat emoji. The boat emoji? Or at least the most frequently used, it says. Um, huh. I've been talking about boat drinks a lot for the last couple of uh, weeks, so, you know, just boat and then a like lot of the boats. cup. It's one, too. Yeah. Boat and a cup. It's, it's the beers cheersing emoji. What is one item that you can't live without? A phone. Um, probably uh, Spotify. Listen to a lot of music, like day in and day out. Not, not much else. Uh, one more. If you had to eat one thing every day for one of your meals, what would it be? 
I'm a sucker for cottage cheese. Uh, you know, that would be something that I could that's jump a, on every day of the week. That's a bold, bold move. Probably something more like clementine or like a cucumber. For a whole meal? For a whole meal? Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> I'm living on water, baby. Yeah. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you for your time. Thank you. Great time. Thank you. Great beer starts with great ingredients. At Havoc Brewing Supply, they offer a wide selection of premium hops, fruit purees, malt, cleaning supplies, and more. Their family-owned business is dedicated to helping you create the perfect beer. Havoc offers flexible contracts, lightning-fast shipping, and unrivaled customer service. Join the Havoc Brewing Supply family and elevate your brewing game. Shop small, brew big, grow together. Visit HavocBrewingSupply.com today to learn more. McClintock Distilling is Maryland's first and only certified organic distillery, handcrafting gins, whiskeys, vodkas, and cordials from non-GMO organic ingredients in downtown Frederick. Named the best vodka distillery in the country by USA Today, best gin in the world at the International Spirits Competition, and double gold at the World Spirits Competition for bourbon, rye, and gin. Open now for tours, tastings, and classes. Come sample the most awarded distillery in Frederick today. All right, gentlemen, introduce yourselves. I'm uh, Andy Cook. I run Swiftwater Brewing in the South Wedge of Rochester, New York. And I am Zachary Allard. I am the head brewer, co-owner of Iron Tug on Park Ave. Where is Iron Tug? Uh, right on uh, Park Ave in Oxford, right next to the Half Pine across from Magnolias. Okay. Uh, right in the heart of Park Ave. All right, gentlemen, who would win in a fight between a ninja and a pirate? Pirates are way cooler than ninjas. That is the correct answer. That is the right answer, Andy. Ninjas are sneakier, but pirates are direct. They'll just shoot you in the face. Congratulations. You both got that correct. (laughs) Does pineapple belong on a pizza? Absolutely not. I don't know, Andy. I don't know. Hard, maybe. Andy, you're correct. What's better, cats or dogs? Cats. Also wrong. I'm going to say push. <laughs> I, I, like the, I like both. What's the weirdest item you keep next to your bed? A lukewarm beer from the night before. <laughs> <laughs> uh, great answer. I'll second that. What is the worst fashion decision you have ever made? Uh, I on a dare I dressed up uh, for a talent show in a in a skirt, uh, like a long flowing beautiful skirt. I mean that sounds like a good decision. Yeah. Probably I'm very, not mad about it. Probably very comfortable and freeing. Thanks for that visual. If it doesn't get any worse than that, I think I'm doing okay. I did I did a I did a comedy bit back in high school where I wore winter boots, boxers like plaid boxers and a uh, bathrobe and did a little dance routine by the side of the road. That was probably the worst. I think you're right. Yeah, (laughs) that's pretty bad. What's your most unpopular food opinion? Tomatoes and sour cream can F off. (laughs) (laughs) I'll throw beets in there. Beets are are straight garbage. Dude, I will beat you up, Andy. I love beets. (laughs) Uh, I mean, like, if you like the taste of dirt, like, that's all all good, but... Classic. What's the strangest thing you've ever eaten? Ask. 
<laughs> I, I think I need to add the quantifier food. Okay, That's the strangest food, food, food you've ever eaten. <laughs> oh man, uh, I don't know haggis or tripe, but I both I, I love them both. They're both delicious. I forget the name of it, but the fermented shark from uh, from Iceland. That, that's oh, probably Ludafisk. That's it. Yep. Yeah, yep. Ludafisk. Oh my god! If you had to eat the same meal at least once a day, what would it be? Fried rice. Any seafood. Fried rice with seafood. Hells yeah! Double down. <laughs> we both got that right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, would, I won't disagree with either of those. <clears throat> What's your go-to excuse to get out of plans? I'm um, brewing. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, at the, I'm at the brewery. Yeah, I'm working. Uh, shit happened. Like the glycol system went down. Like, yeah, I was sleeping and I decided to not. <laughs> just not. What's well, the, I think that's the truth. That's not that's, the excuse. That's just the truth. What is the best breakfast cereal and why? Uh, Cinnamon Life. Um, I don't know why. It just reminds me of uh, warm and cozy feelings from, um, from like, fifth grade. Funny enough, regular life. Regular life. <laughs> also acceptable by me. What's the dumbest injury you've ever had? Ooh, I punched a stop sign and got a boxer's fracture. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, I was... Uh, this might be a longer story. So I was on a boat with my family and we were kneeboarding and uh, having a blast. It was my birthday and my uncle goes like, oh, do you want to go for one more ride? And I'm like, yeah, I'll go for one more ride and I'm going to do something stupid. So I did something stupid. I did a aerial 180, which I'd never done before on a kneeboard and I smashed myself in the face with the kneeboard and that was the day before I was supposed to film a television segment uh, for like PBS in New York so I had to like call and cancel because my I was missing like one and a half teeth and oh, I, I had like four <laughs> stitches in my lip uh, they three head spring uh, was nice <laughs> enough to um, Andy we don't have enough time <laughs> <laughs> sorry I'm seeing look I watch <laughs> nice enough to switch with me, so I did it three days later, and like apparently looked okay. <laughs> Love you. Uh, you win for most uh, detailed, involved <laughs> answer. <laughs> What's the dumbest purchase you've ever made? Ooh. There are a lot from my early twenties <laughs> that I regret, and most most of them are like. I don't know. I have a 15-year-old car, and I'm going to drop, like, $2,000 on stereo, that sort of thing. I was going to say, about uh, $15,000 worth of record collection. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I got a lovely CD uh, collection I'd sell you. <laughs> Andy's got eight tracks, VHS, Betamax, <laughs> anything, any medium, any medium you desire. All right, one more. If you had a pet parrot, what would you teach it to say? Go big or go home. Go Bills. <laughs> also correct. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, thank you so much for your time and your detailed, thorough <laughs> answers. <laughs> thank you. Introduce yourself and who are you with? 
Uh, my name is John Cotterman, and I am the COO of Deja Brew. We are a glassware decorator based in Fairport. Do you um, Are you nationwide, or are you more of a local regional supplier? We will sell to and ship to anybody in the U.S., but we primarily deal in more of a greater New England area. Okay. Can you do, uh, do you do full color too, or is it, uh, sure, so what, what are we, your capabilities? Yeah, what we generally do, we do a lot of one color work, okay. but we really specialize in precious metal printing, Okay. Uh, whether that be silver, gold, copper, things like halos on the top, um, nucleation. We do also do full color um, using water slide decals. We can achieve up to, you know, infinite amount of colors. Uh, we're just... Different glasses have different spaces that we can print on. Okay. Who would win in a battle between a ninja and a pirate? Ninja. Easy. No, it's not. That's actually wrong. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Is Nickelback a good band? No. God, no. You got that one correct. Thank you. Actually, I don't care. <laughs> I, I am not in the Nickelback defender or hater crowd. <laughs> does pineapple belong on a pizza? Yes. No, it does not disagree you're not doing well at these so far <laughs> what's better cats or dogs dogs okay you're we're we're winning back the what's the sh- stupidest purchase you've ever made stupidest purchase i don't know probably a like a piece of technology that came out when it came out it's often a mistake yeah generally is what is the weirdest item you keep by your bed? I don't have anything weird by my bed. <laughs> if you could have a lifetime supply of anything that is not money, what would it be? Beer. It's a good answer. What's your go-to breakfast cereal and why? So I don't eat cereal. I am not a fan in any way. I'd rather oh. do oatmeal. It's kind of a cereal. It's kind of. In a way, I guess. And if it is, it's got to be like a spiced. Okay. Not fruit. Spice. Like an, a- no, an apple is a... Like a maple brown sugar okay. or something like that. Maple brown sugar is a good one. Mm-hmm. What's the dumbest injury you've ever had? Uh, when I was a kid, I was probably like nine or ten, and I cut two of my toes off. Oh, and I had them surgically reattached. Can you like move them and normally, and they feel for the most part? I have movement at one of the joints on those two toes, not both of the joints. Which toes? Big toe and second toe on my the right foot. The important ones too. If I would have been one year older, I would have lost them and had to have, like implants in all my shoes. So what? What? What makes it possible to do something like being younger? Uh, something to do with the growth plates. Oh, so okay. So if you cut the growth plates too late, they can't recover. But I cut them early enough that they could still grow. I don't know. It was lucky, I guess. That is In a the worst crazy, possible way to stupid be lucky. injury. So how did you cut them off? Did you say? So I was so shocked <laughs> by what happened. I, didn't. I totally understand that. <laughs> uh, so I grew up in a trailer park, and we were playing kickball, and I was playing barefoot. So... Kick the ball, home run, easily a home run. Rounding third base, and I just happened to like round it a little too wide, and I hit a piece of sheet metal from the neighbor's 
I don't know why I asked you. I didn't think now you I feel really like wanted on, to know. <laughs> I'm like on the verge. Now you're like, can I see it? <laughs> yeah, no, I, no, I can't because I have that like that feeling right in the back of my throat that something bad could happen if it gets worse. So let's move on to a different question. Good idea. <laughs> <laughs> if you had a pet parrot, what would you teach it to say? More beer, please. <laughs> <laughs> What's one item that you cannot live without? phone see i need to add that's not a phone to that question because that's okay. definitely what my so let's uh, add chef's knife i just got an awesome one for father's day what'd you get it's um, a local cutlery places store brand mm -hmm. like okay. they had a bunch of knives made yeah it's damascus and i am obsessed with chef knives um so, so far, you've had my favorite answer. For that one? Yeah. Okay. Because I Look love Chef Knights also. If you had to eat the same meal at least once a day, what would it be? Oh, God. So, I am a massive cook. I cook a lot. This is hard. It really depends on the day. There's probably like three or four I would have to put out. Like, paella. Paella is great. And barbecue. Although it can be really bad. Yeah, because people don't know how to cook. <laughs> <laughs> so paella, barbecue, like various salads, like grilled protein salads. And that's, that would be it. I eat a grilled protein salad every day for lunch. <laughs> I eat salad every day. All right, one more. Okay. What is the strangest thing you've ever eaten? I have many. <laughs> so I used to work in restaurants, and I had a, my sous chef was from Beijing. So he used to bring me the weirdest things possible. Monkfish liver back in the day. He called it the foie gras of the sea. It's not that good. <laughs> that was pretty bad. Uh, he brought me century eggs. Those were bad. I can't remember the name of it, but there's a, like, there's a Filipino egg that's, like, partially... Formed chicken that you eat the entirety of? Oh. Baloo, I think it's called. That sounds disgusting. Yeah, that was pretty bad. It's almost as bad as your toes. No. <laughs> you didn't see them. <laughs> it's not true. <laughs> so they're all funky? Or the Yeah, so essentially I like cut through the toenail. Oh. So I'll show you on my hand. So I cut through the top left corner of my big toe, down at an angle that went through the big toe and the second toe. So I lost like a bunch of the toenail and I don't have any movement. And it's not awesome. Feet suck anyways. Yeah. On that note, uh, <laughs> thank you for your time today, <laughs> <Yeah>. I think. <laughs> You're welcome. That was fun. This concludes part one of Stupid Questions at the Mortalis and Swiftwater Luau. Join in next week as we finish up with part two. Thanks for listening. Cheers. The Uncapped Podcast is produced by Graham Cullen and me, Chris Sands. Be sure to like us on Facebook, and if you've enjoyed these podcasts, please leave us a review on Google Play or the iTunes Store. A special thanks to Double Motorcycle for providing our theme music. Thanks for listening. Oh my God, that's good.